it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Saturday was the first time Missouri has lost at home when they played this. Uh, I believe that is the <laughs> data that I have. Uh, joining us right now to talk it over here in the 9 o'clock hour on the Ryan Kelly morning after, which you can uh, view at youtube.com slash TMASTL, even though I am not on the YouTube today as I do the show from uh, my own Michelob Ultra Studios, which are my basement. Is The Colonel is with us here, presented by James Carlton, Gabe Diarmond of Power Mizzou. Dot com. Morning, Colonel. Tim, I'm glad to know you've figured out how to work from your basement most of the time. It's, I highly recommend it. It's, mm. uh, yeah, it's I would really, think you're probably a big that man. doesn't do it is foolish. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not not ideal because I don't have the camera on me, and as you know, a lot of ladies like to uh, play hey diddle diddle when I'm up oh. on. The num- that's what the numbers show. I don't know if they show that. Uh, I was I I actually. Uh, Full transparency, I did not know that. That was not something I was aware of. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we have uh, news on our show. It's very rare, but yeah. there, there's an example of it. Uh, good column this morning, Colonel, and a great breakdown on PowerMizzou.com about the strategy, or perhaps it was just the way that things played out, of when a team slows down Missouri, what winds up happening. We're well aware of the statistics about when they score 70-plus points, what happens. But this thing was uh, grinding to a halt from the very beginning, and that benefited Texas A&M. So, number one, is this something that is more indicative of a strategy teams are starting to employ, as we saw what happened with Auburn and now A&M on Saturday, or is it a more of a case of Missouri just going cold offensively. And that is the reason for these uh, two big losses here in the last week. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the way A&M plays. Uh, they're a slow, grinded-out team whose who's best offensive play is often throw the ball at the rim and go get the rebound and, and either score or get fouled. Um, so that's it's kind of a bad matchup for Missouri. They're big. They're tough. Um, they play defense, you know, and, and – Missouri is better against a team that that is willing to get out and run a little bit. I, I think the concerning part for Missouri on Saturday was that they forced 21 turnovers, including 13 in the first half, but they just didn't do anything with them. 
they started two for ten on layups and dunks in that game. So it's kind of a combination of everything. It, it's a tough matchup for them against a team that is better than I think most people um, either realized or admitted. And, and then they just didn't play well on top of it. Hey, after these two losses, I mean, we had pretty much assumed that they're going to be a tournament team this year, and they got they got uh, what Mississippi State and Georgia coming up. Those winnable games, I suppose. They're they're not in yet, are they? Is their position becoming a, a little bit tenuous about getting in the tournament? Uh, I mean, you know, if it started today, they're in. They can't go zero and four and get in. Um, they've they've got to win. Two or three of these, probably. Um, they'll, they'll be favored in all four. Uh, they, they should be able to pick up. If they do what they should do, they'll be in. Um, I, I think most people, as of today, probably have them like an eight or a nine seed. Um, so, it, you know, it's, it's kind of a tough situation to be in because Mississippi State, it's, that would be a solid win. But other than that, these are games that, that don't have much upside to, for Missouri. I mean, I don't see how Missouri can raise its seed much from whatever it is today because they're playing games, it, including the first one in the SEC tournament, probably, that they will be expected to win. So there's some downside there if you drop one. But the other thing is I think that we all tend to get tunnel vision around this time of year and just say, oh, no, I, you know, the team I follow has lost two in a row and I'm worried they might be on the bubble without kind of looking around the rest of the country. Uh, I mean, Auburn lost at Vanderbilt on Saturday. Uh, North Carolina lost this weekend is now 0-9 in quad one games and is probably out as of today. You know, so there are a lot of other teams that are losing as well. Uh, anytime you're dealing with a, a sport that has 350 teams, you, you got to look a little bit beyond just what happened with with your one team uh gabe with uh noah carter's play kind of being up and down most recently feel like it's been down a lot in the conference yeah, schedule mostly down yeah mostly down could you see a situation i know him and diara played about the same amount of minutes on saturday could you see a situation where diara and maybe like aiden shaw or even caleb brown starts to take more and more of his minutes if he can't find a stroke from outside or stay aggressive down low I mean, I don't look at any of those other guys and, and think they're a clear upgrade, even over the way Carter's been playing. Diara is, he can get you some rebounds, but he's a pretty limited guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aiden Shaw hasn't gotten on the court a lot and, you know, I, just kind of looks like a freshman to me. Caleb Brown, I, I don't think is the answer at all. I no. think he's only made one field goal this year that I can remember. So, I, the guy, actually, that I think they're kind of missing is Ronnie DeGray. And that's that's not something that I would have expected to say necessarily at the beginning of the year. But he's a decent athlete. He can rebound. He plays defense. You know, so many of the guys on this team, it's it's built around what can you do offensively. But Ronnie DeGray and Trey Million are the two guys that it, it's kind of built around everything else. They do more of the little things and both of those guys have been hurt. Gomillion finally played three minutes on Saturday, but I don't really get the sense DeGray's coming back this year. I could be wrong. Nobody's told me that. It's just the, the way I, uh, I'm i kind of interpreting. I, he's not even going through layup lines and stuff. So I think this is really a situation where the rotation basically is what it is outside of whatever may or may not happen with Isaiah Mosley, which is you know, back to being an issue with Missouri fans. So I, I don't know that that there's a lineup change Gates can make that, that turns this around. Also, 
you know, nine days ago, they won at the number 16 in the country. I, I mean, it, it, it is not all gloom and doom here. Yep, that is uh, the nature of the beast. I think I don't think people were all that upset, relatively speaking, about Auburn. I think not only uh, the loss Saturday, but the manner with which it happened to be at home, I think, is the thing that, that caught people's attention and probably frames this yeah. a, a little more intensely. Um, Colonel, I want to pivot to uh, football, even though we're talking about Missouri baseball, because Sam Horn pitched last night for the Tigers. Uh, your observations on how he looked, and uh, what his uh, plans are regarding baseball and football. I, I think yeah, well, I'll be honest. My observations are based off seeing one pitch on Twitter. Um, I did not watch <laughs> the enough. game or, or anything like that. Uh, that one pitch looked very good. He threw three scoreless innings against TCU, which is uh, thought to be a tournament team and a you know, potential uh, top team in the Big 12. So, you know, nice debut for him. Um, Missouri football fans will immediately panic. Some have already placed him in the NB, uh, sorry, the MLB draft and handed the starting quarterback job to Jake Garcia. So, you know, we jump to a couple of conclusions here and there um, along the way. But look, spring football is going to take priority. I mean, when spring football practice starts, Sam Horn is going to be there. And he is not going to be skipping practices to go throw a couple innings out of the bullpen or, or whatever. Um, spring football starts a week from tomorrow. And for those next three or four weeks, that is going to be Sam Horn's focus. Uh, so you, you've talked to him about that, and he said that it's football first for him? Well, no, I haven't talked to him about it. But, it, I mean, he's here on a football scholarship. He wants to be the starting quarterback. Yeah. If he's going to skip spring football, then he's not ever going to be the starting quarterback here. And Eli Drinkwitz should say, cool, go ask Steve Beezer if he's got a scholarship for you. Yeah. I mean, it's he, he's if he wants to be a starting quarterback, he's going to be at every spring football practice, and his priority is going to be spring football. Now, could that change down the road? You know, I mean, he hit 98 last night. and he, He's always – people have always thought, you know, he has a potential Major League Baseball future um, if that's the path he wants to go. But he's not going to go come out of the bullpen for Missouri baseball at the expense of football this spring. I mean, that, that it, there's just no common sense world in, in which that happens. Yeah. If he's throwing 98, though, someone will draft him and probably give him a million bucks to go play. Well, no, nobody can draft him again for, you know, three years. Yeah, until he's a junior. That's, yeah. that's the rule. You go to go to college, you got to spend three years there in baseball. So it's mm-hmm. really not a not a worry for yeah. a while. Uh, Gabe Diarman every Monday here, brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. You can read more great coverage uh, at powermazoo.com. James Carlton online at carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. Colonel, uh, appreciate the time as always, sir. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right, Gabe. Let's here on the Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone lines presented by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. 25 minutes away from uh, the design air heating and cooling email of the day and less than an hour from Jeremy Rutherford joining us on Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. Doug, uh, during the commercial break, I always I, I know you like to monitor access ports. Yeah, I oh, switch. Gosh, yeah. Access port one with Jackson and Marshall's instruction to access port two, and people are really buzzing about this new access port. Mm. Okay. 
Well, I'm not big on access ports. I am. Actually, are you? Yeah. Really high on this access port, too. At least I hope. I'm just praying at this point. Okay. Otherwise, Balloon Party may be one for the ages. Yeah, it'll be a lot, to be a lot on the Elam ending. And- mm. You have that audience tuning in to hear about the Blues, the, the Ryan O'Reilly trade. They're not happy about the performance in Ottawa. I, I thought it was fine, actually, and I, that's my take. Um, and I know the scoreboard might not have indicated that it was fine. But I'm going to give you five reasons on my TikTok why that performance was actually inspiring. Um, and I'm going to tease it. And then Jeremy Ruther is going to be like, so I got a huge program lined up on Balloon Party. But if Access Port 2 goes down and Jackson's in there on solo on today after Ryan O'Reilly first show back after he was traded, may God help us all. Yeah, I, I, but I think people also want to hear about the rise of Mac McClung, this this journey he's they been don't. on, uh, you know, and to win the dunk contest like that is really uh, impressive. So I think people want to hear both. So I think either way, so we're going with that either way. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I'm only one half of the opinion on it, but yeah, I would say so. It's an opinion to consider. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to. I mean, Do you have a hot take on McClung? Nice. What a journey, man. Who? That's the hot take? Mac McClung. <laughs> Mac McClung won the uh, dunk contest. He does not play yeah. in the NBA. He plays in the G League. But, uh, so how did he get into the All-Star game? The Philadelphia 76ers signed him to a two-week contract so he could be in the dunk contest. Because he's an unbelievable dunker. He just lacks some of uh skills to how play. How tall is he? So he's 6'4", six, six, maybe 6'3". Six, oh, is he really 6'4"? I think I, he's either he's in between 6'2 and 6'4". And he had three dunks where he scored 50s? Oh, his some of his dunks were unbelievable. Well, you got your show then. I, I mean, I still enjoy You go through each contest, dunk but. and, you know. Yeah, Talking and right there in the G League. Here, here's why Mac McClung shouldn't have won the NBA dunk yeah. contest. What was the over under uh, on the game? Three sixty. On the All Star game? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Mac McClung is six two, by the way, uh, which is super impressive. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I would take in the over on every single prop and line ever because they don't play any defense. And why should they? Well, if you're not going to play any defense, why do they play? If uh, it's not a basketball game, what's the point? Just to get the personalities, showcase that, and hang out, and get it's cool because they can try out production things like mic'd up. I mean, why do they play the Pro Bowl? Why do they play the MLB All Star Game? It's well, the the Pro Bowl you can get hurt. Basketball you can get, you can get hurt in the basketball I game. I know, not not this. Well, LeBron got hurt last night, hand contusion, bro. Oh, brother. Well, they used to play the All Star Game. It used to be a pretty good game. <laughs> yeah, but now they make forty five million dollars a year, and they want and teams want to protect their assets. Well, it's just it's the worst basketball game of the year. Yeah. No doubt. No one's arguing with him. Yeah. And LeBron gets hurt every other week, so. No, he does not. He complains about it. <laughs> he's, he's 38 years old. He just had the scoring record. He's, his longevity is up there with anybody in the, in the league. He's never missed a full season with an injury. Yeah, how many games has he missed the last three or four years? Very few compared to guys who are also in their late 30s. I love how now we have to bash Jordan or we have to bash LeBron because he's been playing too long at a successful rate. That that that's my favorite. Give someone else argument. a shot. Now now it's a big controversy in the NBA that so many guys are sitting out road games. The the commissioner even addressed it the other day at the All Star game. But a lot of guys, I guess this late in the season, they go on the road and some of the stars opt not to play and they're concerned that the fans who pay a lot of money to see some of the superstars come to their hometown, don't get to see them. Well, guess what? Right. It's the league's fault. 
It's, I mean, it's I'm, playing I'm with Plaza. You play 82 games a year and then another two months of playoffs. Yeah, yeah. when Brutal. you let half the league into the playoffs, you know if you miss a week or two, your team is still viable for a playoff position. So there's no, the NBA gives zero incentives to play the entire season. So I'm shocked that people who take sick days at work bash guys who take days off for their career. Well, may, but if you're, I don't care how much money you make, you still deserve a day off, some breaks. Oh, but you can see how people are disappointed. They shell out hundred dollars or more for a ticket to go see a, a superstar come play their team, and then he sits right. on the bench. Well, go to an game. autograph signing if you just want to see one specific player. <laughs> oh, for if you want to see sakes. a specific team, then go cheer for the team. If you're going to a Laker game just to see LeBron, then go to a go to a signing. Go, but people want to see the superstar. Well, a lot of times it's the training the staff. Lakers. It's the training staff telling them, "No, you we're going to load manage you tonight." Could be. And Giannis came out and said that he he's with the fans on this. He says they pay their hard-earned money. Some of them can barely afford to get in, and then we sit. He didn't like it. I'm with the fans. Let's ruin people's careers so they can see them score 15 and 8 on a Thursday night. I don't know. There'd be a career ruin. There is no easy solution to it. There isn't. It's take away games, play less games. That takes away money from the NBA. That's not going to happen. Or it's make the guys play and then you risk injury to your stars for the playoffs. And I know what Plowsy's saying, but you will never see LeBron in a card sign. Oh, that's true. Uh, No, I'm. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. that. But I just think if you're a fan of one specific player, I think you have to understand that this is a possibility when you buy a ticket three months in advance that one of your favorite guys may be hurt. And but apparently it's a real issue with the NBA because the commissioner's talking about it and trying to figure out solutions. A real for issue it. for who? Not the teams, not the players. It's for the fans. I get it, but, but like a real issue for the fans means it's a big deal. The fans are what support. They're the ones that make it go. No, it's buyer beware. You know, it's like. You go see your favorite rock band from the '70s, and you get there and say, "Wait, there's nobody from that group is even in here." What happened? You'd when be you... upset by that, wouldn't you? Yeah, but what are you gonna do? You... What, what about going to a golf event and you buy Saturday Sunday tickets? And you want to see Tiger or Rory and they missed the cut. Who, who, who's at fault then? Is it the the golfers not golfing well enough so you can't see them on Saturday or Sunday? Nobody's like, at no, fault there, but but the not. dynamics of the sport are completely different. They could have XFL rules in the PGA. Ah, they sold a lot of tickets, Tiger. You're in. That would be. Funny, <laughs> I kind of like that. I just, I, there's no one to blame and to bash players for, you know, an, a real injury is well. If they're scary. hurt, if they're hurt, it's one thing. If they're just resting to not play, that's different. I mean, if you bought, if you paid a lot of money to see Michael Jordan come to your town, and he said, "Ah, I'm just gonna sit on the bench," they didn't use to do that, right? But look how long Jordan's bench. career went. Jordan's career went. You know, a fraction of what LeBron's career has gone. So these guys need to work eight months in a row without any I, I, days I off. I don't doubt it's hard. They get they get days off. They get a couple of days off a week, three or four days off a week. Well, I, I know that baseball. it's hard. I'm just telling you that it's a it's a real issue for a lot of fans who want to see the superstars. No doubt. And sometimes they go and they're not hurt. They just don't play. You're right, Doug. There's no easy solution. Happens in baseball. You go to you want to go see Pools uh, Sunday after. Day game after night game, he's not playing today. Yeah, it does happen in baseball. Better sometimes. than baseball when you're seeing Quintana pitch six and two thirds shutout. <laughs> oh, we're gonna they, get they, back to that. Then they take him <laughs> Leave out. Leave him in, Ollie. Maybe I think it'd be funny in the NBA. LeBron, they're down two. LeBron goes, nah, I'm good. Yeah, take gosh, I out. might hurt myself if I play. You got the backup that can play. That's why I like Cardinal baseball. Yeah. <laughs> not to worry about not seeing superstar because there's no superstars. Oh, there they're are nice. two of them. They got two superstars. <laughs> Uh, stir the B-fibs up early on a Monday. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, I'd like to tell the people about Andrews. Max is coming in tomorrow. 
to give the people uh, that new delicious barbecue sauce. Max from Andrea's will be in tomorrow at approximately 9 o'clock. How do you do, Max? Uh, he will be in with Andrea's new barbecue sauce. Andrea's famous for their steaks. But so much more, and of course, that famous steak sauce. Check out the menu at andreas.com. It's right uh, close to Far Oaks and Stone Wolf and Max and his wife, loyal listeners of this program. It's Andrea's Steakhouse, and they now have a barbecue sauce as well, available in your local grocery store. Check it out. Andrea's, a wonderful sponsor of the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Just like Tommy Savolka and VIP Auto Accessories, VIP offers quality and the ability to get it all done at one place. They are a full-service operation, a one-stop shop. They take the vehicle from point A to point Z. VIP saves you time and hassle. It's quicker to deal with VIP than two to three vendors with multiple locations. VIP is all local since 1979, and they've been part of the TMA ecosystem. They work with Design Air. They work with Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. VIP is the biggest secret in its industry, and now they're promoting their service for all to hear and take advantage of the VIP quality and convenience. It's VIP, VIP Auto Accessories. Call Tommy, 314-428-3900, or email him at tommy.cibulka at vipautoaccessories.com. Uh, let's see. They've got the reigning NL MVP, the best third baseman in the game, and Lars Newtbar. No <laughs> superstars, my ass. Oh, well, I was being facetious. I was being facetious. I'm kidding about the no superstars. You're a horse's ass I'm, for doing that. I was kind of stirring the pot. They do have a couple players I wouldn't mind seeing. One of which yeah. is not Lars Newtbar, but we'll talk about that in June when. And the baseball guys do play almost every night. <laughs> And most of the good ones play almost every game. Of course, they're not running around like a basketball player either. Well, if I go to a game this season and do not see my boy Paul DeYoung at second base or shortstop, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. (laughs) may write a stern letter. By the way, is this something new that, you know, to play in the uh, World Baseball Classic, if that's what they call it? (laughs) This is something new. No, it's been around a while. No, no, but you you don't have to be born in a certain country. I mean, I think... Just have a the, connection to it. I, I think Edmonds is playing because his grandmother was from that country. <laughs> Edmonds is playing? Edmund. Tommy Edmund. Oh, Tommy Edmund. Is that a Jimmy Ballgame? He's playing because I think his, his grandmother was, was born there. And I think In Luke, Korea. Lootbar's... Lootbar. Lootbar. <laughs> oh. We got to get closer to the name than that. I like the last name. Lootbar's... Newt Bars, I think his his uncle was was born in Japan or something. He wasn't. Well, he's part J- Japanese, but he wasn't born there. But so you don't, you don't have to Japanese. have a nationality. No, you yet. don't. You have to have a some sort of connection to it. But no. Okay, so I I could play play for the Syrian team because my grandmother was born. In if you were good enough, Syrian? if you were good enough, probably. Like Harrison Bader's playing for Team Israel. Well, he dropped out, but he was going to play for Team Israel. His father's Jewish. All right. You want it to be good competition, don't you? I don't care. I don't know if it <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna, I, I, no, I don't think you're watching it anyway. We need the World Baseball Classic, and that's something we it, need. It's a big thing for a lot of other countries. It's a big thing for the players involved. Yeah, that's they love fine. It. I get it. Go but, play. but the question is, Plowsy's asking is, do we need it? Yeah, I, I'm talking like, do we as Americans care that we're in the World Baseball Classic? What the roster is? Not as much as other when countries, they're playing. for sure. Yeah. It's a great source of pride for other countries if they can... If they can win it, being much smaller than the United States. Molina's playing, I think, isn't he? 
Uh, is he playing or managing? I think he's catching for Puerto Rico. Is the USA Dominican team is Republic. loaded, though. They are loaded with talent. So is the Dominican team. They are as well. Yeah, did you see that roster? Yeah. That yeah. batting lineup. He's, uh, Yachty's going to manage Team Puerto Rico. I thought somebody said he was catching the other day. Nope, managing Team Puerto Rico for the 2023 World Baseball Classic. Over under two and a half ejections? It, I don't know. it sounds to me like the guys are really into it. I mean, they've been... They, I'm sorry. Most all of them got to spring to training topic, much earlier than normal and have been working out so that they're ready to go. The pitchers are ready to go when it starts. To me, it's better than spring training. I, I think the yeah. players that are going to be playing in the World Baseball Classic will be much more prepared for the season to start than it would be playing in the Grapefruit League, you know, what have you. Probably. So I like that aspect of it for sure. It's actual competition that you're playing. And it gives teams a chance to take a longer look at some of the younger guys in spring training. Like Jordan Walker will get a lot more bats probably because— Mason Wynn will get a lot players. more at bats as well. Both yeah. of those guys I'm excited to see. Uh, Doug, we got breaking news regarding the dogs. Oh, what's that? Whoa. Um, on my Hotmail account, I have no idea uh, why I'm on the Hotmail list, but hey, you know, that, that team occurred in a Hotmail link. There it is. Uh, Roman Berkey has been named the St. Louis City SC's first ever captain. Who? Roman Berkey. He's is that the goalie, the goalie right? that's going to... Roma, Roman, Roman, Wasn't he the first bachelor? No, different guy. Different guy. There are more than one people in the world named Roman. Oh, I, I, I clicked on the link that they posted on Twitter, and it said I got nutmegged. Sorry, this page doesn't exist. That's called being nutmegged? Here's what I got. I just got megged. Megged. What does that mean? They even make, like, this is what Bailey should do. Instead of, like, a blackout screen, just, hey, we swindled you. <laughs> <laughs> No, I tried to click on the link because I saw it, but I'm getting nutmegged here. Uh, Scooter has a question for you, Plowhawk. He says he has his hat in hand. Doug, if somebody comes to you and they say they have their hat in hand, sure, you take their question. Okay. Hat in hand here. Be honest, Plowboy. Is there anything you like about sports? That's from Scooter. <laughs> I think you got to take the show with a grain of salt. Love me some Illinois basketball. Love me some Goldschmidt, Arenado. Packer football? Love Packer football. Yeah, yeah there's, a, I mean,. I don't know. It, you it might, seem to like to watch Missouri football, even though I'm not sure you're polling for the program. I think I might hate watch Missouri football more than I love watch Illinois football, which is probably scary and, you know, probably not healthy. But, yeah, I like a lot of things. It's This is kind of fun for the show. I'm not a big fan of the front office of the Cardinals. Why? I'm not a big fan of the XFL rules. Well, the XFL rules are like eight-year-olds in soccer just to get the game over with. I don't like you know, that somebody up 15 points, you're going to basically diminish what they did for the first hour and a half of the game so another team can come back and have some pride. I don't like that. I don't but know. No, there's things I like, and I, I think MLS is perfect for this city. I love it. I don't know if it was Beat Riders or, or who it was, but I, I saw it uh, on Twitter the other day. They had the over-under totals on win-losses for the uh, SEC teams next year, and they had Mizzou at five and a half. What's I had Hammer that? the over on that. I saw that's it on, really, that, that number is really surprising. I me. saw it on Twitter, but it was it was not what? something made up. It had all the teams and it had the graphics and everything. It said over under Mizzou. I think Georgia was 12 and a half. I think Alabama was 11 and a half. And I think Mizzou was five and a half. Mm. That's what site was it? I just saw it on Twitter. I don't know what site it was. Could it have just been a random gentleman who came up with that? No, because it was it was too good a graphics. It had the colors of the teams and the logos and everything. <laughs> 
I mean, hope you didn't get nothing. If, if somebody's gonna, if somebody's <laughs> gonna go to just make it up, they're not gonna go through all the trouble of having the graphics and the colors and all of that. It looks like it's something that was posted on like ESPN or something. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, I think I would hammer the over on five and a half. I mean, I'm looking at 2022. Um, all I see is odds to win the national championship. I don't see any wins out. I feel like those usually come out closer to the season after. Yeah, it's, it, I don't think it was a, a prop bet. I think it's something that they took a poll, and I don't know if it was sports writer, beat writers from the uh, or people that follow the SEC. I don't know what it was, but it looked legit to me. I mean, who would make something up just to post numbers? I mean, actually, yeah, he's correct on mm. five and a half was our number last season. That's what I'm looking at too. Well, I don't know why Twitter they would have posted something from 2022. I don't know. It's usually so well run that you don't have to question anything on there. Well, maybe it's fake. I just thought I'd bring could, it up. Could well have been. I don't know. I actually hope I it's don't know. fake. Guys, did I just hear the meme couldn't have been made up because the colors were really good? That's from the JV golf coach. It wasn't a meme. <laughs> now, Turvis Parrish just texted in, Roman Berkey... Also is not a fan of the city and is demanding to leave after this year. Hashtag Our Town. I'm not familiar with that story. No, I'm not either. That's a good choice for captain. I wonder if he got carjacked already. (laughs) Tervis Parrish, I'm asking a follow-up on that. Or, Doug, did we just get nutmegged again with another Maybe he's pretending to be plowsy. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I'm not reading any stories. What a sick captain, though. Well, he must be good. I know you guys have followed his career closely. Well, he's a 32-year-old, so oh. prime of a career. We're going to be seeing him for the next year. That's a great houseman production. Big. Now, what in the world Aaron is that? <laughs> is that a reference to John Houseman and the paper chase? I guess. Yeah. Is that what that was? I'm not Aaron, saying. Aaron Bergy. That's a Seinfeld reference. Alec Berg. Um, I'm not saying anything that Roman Berkey's upset. Uh Tom Timmerman wrote an article about him being captain, uh, but that is all I've seen. We're just making a bunch of stuff up today, aren't we? Mm-hmm. We're not making up anything. Well, they think I'm making <laughs> up the poll I saw. Well, I don't know if you're making I don't know. We sure would like to get our hands on this poll. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to find it, because I want to, I mean, if that's the case, and I, I want to find that prop. Mm-hmm. I would go heavy on that. Uh, yeah, guys, I just saw on Twitter is always, and I mean always, followed by a stupid statement. All hail Iggy, mm. Lord of the Dumbs. That's from Arbor Day. Iggy is the antithesis of a responsible journalist, broadcaster, sports talk host. Fine facts, Grandpa Whistle Snout. Oh. That's from what? Well, I'm not finding anything. I'm just telling you what I saw. I mean, either go look for it or don't. Don't. I don't care. How do you feel about the name Grandpa Whistle Snout? This is lovely. Okay. Uh, Tervis Parrish says his source is a former City 2 player. Oh, okay. So. There you go. Inside word, I guess. Yeah. What's City 2? It's the uh, team. Minor league team. Yeah. Sounds like Berkey hates our city. (laughs) Well, that's a rough reputation when the season's just about to start for the first time. Do they have part-time jobs? No, in the off season, I wouldn't think Why so. Why would they? Oh. I was just curious. They, they get paid enough. Oh, wasn't their salary from like forty thousand to four million? Wasn't that? I think that's what you claimed once. 
somebody just sent in a screenshot of something that was posted on the fan page, but it's just posted by a guy. 2023 SEC football projected wins via oh 24/7 Sports. Is that what it is? That's a legit site. And it has Missouri at five and a half. Maybe that's 24/7. Maybe I saw that on Twitter. There it is. Maybe Perhaps that was it. Georgia at 11 and a half. Roll Todd 10 and a half. The only team with less is your standard Vanderbilt Commodores. 24/7 Sports. Yeah, there you go. I didn't make it up. Man, you're going to get a lot of apologies now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm waiting That's for those. That's how this show works. I kind of think we won't see Sam Horn, quarterback from Missouri Tigers. If he's if he's throwing 98 miles an hour right now and breezing through one of the best college baseball teams in the country, and he's 19 years old, I would think that that's where his future is going to be. If he's 19 now, he's probably going to be throwing 100 in a couple more years with more weight training. He'll probably go to a junior college maybe next year so we can get drafted again, be a first or second round pick, make a couple million. I think that's what I would do if I was him rather than battle to try to get a starting job at the quarterback spot when they just brought somebody else in, Garcia. He may just have that love for football. You just never know. Yeah, he may. <clears throat> I mean, baseball is where you make money. Backup quarterbacks, I mean, you got your Chad Hennies and your Gabbers, but for the most part, that's a revolving door. And that's, you're, you're gonna that's be also if you're a big star, not just playing all the time, but you're a big star in college football, do you get a chance in the NFL? If you're throwing close to 100 miles an hour as a baseball pitcher, you're probably going to make it. And those relievers make, you know, $40 million, not a year, obviously, but, you know, five to eight, you know, depending on how good yeah, you are. Yeah, if think he's that's a reliever, go I think, to get yeah, paid. maybe make him a starter. I don't know. Oh, that would be crushing. That would be soul-crushing. <laughs> Why is that? Because you really don't have – I mean, yeah, Brady Cook, but, you know, you want that heir apparent. Every team needs it. You know, that next man up. Yeah. I'm just thinking if I was Sam Horn, that, that's what I would seriously be considering – Oh, I would, too. But if he came here to want to play football and be the quarterback, I think he probably ain't he's not giving up after a year. Yeah, maybe not. What's his NIL money? <clears throat> I don't, think I, I don't have that with me, but I, I, I wouldn't think it's a lot because he hadn't played. Yeah, I'd be shocked if it's over 50 grand. I would, too. What, he's thrown two or three passes in his career? They were sharp, though. <laughs> yeah. Sick dart. Like Chris Raby is listening to the show this morning, and he says, just an idea here. Maybe at the end of each show, you guys could have slide whistle Strode just breathe into the mic a few times to fire up a few quitting time blasts <laughs> like that <laughs> big beak bird in the Flintstones. Hmm. They call me quitting time because I'm always quitting and never on time. That's from Chris oh. Raby. Very active in the text inbox this morning, I is see. He? Got right. multiples in there, but I didn't see him. You're not up for that, I'm guessing, Iggy. You wouldn't be up for that? I'm not even answering these people anymore. Okay. <laughs> but that's Chris Raby. <laughs> you, you don't have an answer for Raby, even? Like everybody else. Why don't you go get a job? Mm. Oh! He's got a job, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he does some voiceover work, actually. All right. It's a good job, actually. Sure. Enough of that. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just uncomfortable with Grandpa Whistle Snoot or whatever they called you. Uh, Harrison's brother Master wants that name, but I don't think Jackson's going to do him any favors if I, if I'm familiar with the relationship between the two parties. 
Jackson, is that correct? Doug is Jackson. Jackson, where are you? No, he's gone, Tim. He's crestfallen from today. <laughs> he is petrified of 10 at yes. 10 a.m. I don't blame him. <laughs> Although Access 2 seemed to be working well. Well, well, Hawk, I've got some news for you. Oh, I have no. been disconnected two different times, but <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah, but uh, alas, here we are. No. Well, you'll get through it. What are you going to do? But, I don't know. Let me, hey, let me ask you this. I was wondering if this is food poisoning, but I don't, I ate some of a, the ribeye I had. Remember I was asking you how to prepare it, Iggy? Yep. Uh, I was starving on Thursday before we went to the Blues game and I just ate some of it cold. And I was wondering if perhaps that could be what has caused me to be in dire straits here since really like starting around Thursday evening. Hello, E. coli. That's wondering. No, you had it in the refrigerator. You had to put it in the refrigerator after you got home, right? Yes, sir. No, that's nothing wrong with cold ribeye. Okay. All right. Yeah, I've just, I've never had anything like what I've had the last, I guess now four days. So. Stomach upset? Oh. Doug, the most upset in the history of the game. Oh. Yeah, I've never, I mean, just. Well, good health starts like, with the gut. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the truth. But yeah, to, to be ill uh, two weekends beforehand, then my son got ill, and uh, now this, it's just like, that makes me think, you know, it can't just be, it just isn't the way it usually works, you know what I mean? To get yeah. the same kind of illness twice in three weeks. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. Could be know. Could be a touch of leprosy. You think it's leprosy? Yeah. You haven't been bit by an armadillo or anything, have you? Uh-huh. No. As I was setting up for the show, I mean a giant spider came scampering across the basement. Whoo! Cats and dogs. Hmm. Whoo! Step on it? I, I was able to, to capture it and uh, get it, but yeah. I mean a monster. I'm you, scared of spiders. Did you let it outside? Uh, Yes. Yeah, a lot of people do that. A lot of people Why? Want to it. they capture it and then put it outside. <laughs> Just stomp on it. I do. End of story. But some people don't like to kill it. They'll get it under a jar with a piece of paper and then let it outside. I smash the hell out of it and say, ha, take that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're the dominant species here. Yeah, any more you guys want to come? Come on, you're getting this. Here's your lesson. Sometimes I just leave it on the wall for the other spiders to see it. Whoop, better not come out here. Look what you did that one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think their mind works that way, but yeah, I got mole issues right now in my my yard. Oh God, my oh, is that right? Yeah, you know. this time of year. Yes. Wow. Yes, they're all over the place. Where my yard looks like the Cahokia Mounds. Well, they're not that big where I am, but you can tell that there's tunnels all over the place. Tunnels twelve thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jackson, just let me know we're going to try a different access port uh, for for balloon party. Um, and so we're going to test that out at 9.57, so we need to get out of TMA by 9.57. Okay. Yeah. We need to email now, then? Yeah, get out earlier than that if you want. Give you plenty of time to check the access. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're ready to go home already? Uh, no, I'll stay and do another hour if you want. Will you? Yeah. Well, you may have to. Why, am I going to go to a balloon party? Yeah. No. Nothing well, you kind of gave up on that. First you offered it, and then you took it right away. 
I got disconnected again. Yeah, oh. notice it was quiet. God, I hope I, one of these accesses work for 101. We have no rider today either, so this this could get serious. Oh my God! Yeah. Maybe Rock will stay around. He can hang out with you. You guys can, in case Tim drops, you guys can have a conversation. I might need him for emotional support. Could he just call in? Is is the audio so bad just on a call that 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 wouldn't work? Be rough. Um, I don't know. We'll figure that. Don't worry about me. We'll get it taken care of. Okay. All right. Also, well, we have a prize for email today. Today. What do we got? Oh wow! What do we got going on? Two advanced screening tickets to see Champion, starring Woody Harrelson, on Wednesday, March eighth, at seven p.m. at Ronnie's. How do you do? Nice. All week, so you can get tickets to this uh, this advanced movie screenings, which are awesome. There's no previews at these screenings. They're dope. Uh, so, winner of the email gets two advanced screening tickets to Champions. What's the movie about? Uh, it's about a uh, Woody Harrelson plays a basketball coach, uh, minor league basketball coach, who is then uh, he then has to coach people with disabilities, and it becomes a very good feel-good inspirational story. Oh. It's gotten good reviews from what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and so you'll be seeing it before anyone else. I like Woody Harrelson. Doesn't everybody? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, especially Woody Harrelson in basketball, my favorite. So that's uh, what's at stake. Yes, that's the prize for the uh, design air heating and cooling email of the day, which we will get to here, and I'd say about 15 seconds. So if anybody would like to talk about anything to fill the time, mm. uh, feel free. Um, yeah, I have something. Oh, be good. And it's only going to take 15 seconds. Um, Love to hear it. I, I think people need to start practicing elevator etiquette. Okay. And what happened very, to it's you? It's very simple. And I, and I tell you, Doug, every morning, <laughs> if I'm in the lo- in the lower yeah. level smoking, when you come in, I said, when you get upstairs to two, before you get out of the elevator, hit L. Then it will come all the way down to L. And when I'm ready to go, the elevator's there. Yeah. Well, I have to wait because you don't do it. The same with <laughs> when I go down to one, I come up, I press, I get up to two, I press one. So it's down on the lower floor when people need to come up. They don't have to wait for the oh. elevator. But if someone forgets to do that, now you have to wait like 10 seconds, 12 seconds well, for the elevator. Well, that's not a very fast elevator. Couldn't you just walk up the stairs that are... I'm not doing that. If I'm in the lower level, I'm not walking up three flights of stairs. When I don't have to, the elevator's there. But if you get up to two, if you just... It's very simple. You're walking on the elevator, you hit L, and you walk out. That elevator will come down to me, and it'll be waiting for me. It's very simple etiquette. Huh. So there's my... Elevator etiquette. This has been on your mind for a while, hasn't it? It has. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the side air heating and cooling. Man, Grandpa Incest really doesn't like anyone or anything being successful or just having fun in any way, shape, or form, does he? Happy to get a pick with the cup, loser. That successful golf docuseries on Netflix that is shining light onto and helping grow the game, things sucked. And F that caddy for trying to have a little fun with Joel Damon. Caca this, caca that. You sure know a lot about what's going on on the fan page. You're supposed to not be a part of it anymore, you crusty yogurt sock. Oh. This guy just really doesn't want to see anyone else have fun or anything he's not involved in be successful. This guy probably kicks puppies and pees on the seat. Yo, Pop Pop, you want to come out here? That's the name of his... That's the name of him? That's, that's correct. Yo, Pop Pop, 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 Pop you want to come out Look, here? Look, I just gave my my opinion on a documentary. Shut up, Pierre. Because everybody else likes it, then I don't. Ha! You idiot! Yo, I don't know if everybody Pop. else likes it. I saw a guy I follow on Twitter, a great uh, golf data guy. Didn't seem like he was super enthused about it 
I like I like that kind of stuff, even if it doesn't involve something I'm interested in. So I don't know. I like what they did. I mean, but I also would acknowledge I'm a golf fan, so perhaps uh, I am incredibly biased. Uh, some people will refer to February 20th, 2023, as President's Day. But I will look back on this date years from now and realize I was listening to TMA at its absolute pinnacle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) At about six o'clock this morning, I told Jackson, today's show is going to be anarchy. Jackson, did I say, please confirm that I said those exact words. Can confirm. Today, President's Day. That's right. It is President's Day. Yeah. Yeah. The The tags are off. So we get Uh, today's show, really bad everything. The leader of the program repeatedly got disconnected throughout the show, and the plow stoner didn't even move a muscle. Uh, That, for the record, was not on the plow stoner. Uh, He simply continued to scroll Twitter as Jackson scrambled around like a madman to make sure Tim wasn't communicating with WIL. The YouTube audio sounds like it's being broadcast from a satellite in another dimension and Plowsy reaches for another snack <laughs> instead of making any attempt to fix it. What's that you say? The local hockey club lost their captain and traded half the roster? Oh well, we can get to that later. Most St. Louisans would much rather hear a broken brain grandfather discuss a lady who is eight inches tall at some carnival sideshow. Battlehawks had a nice little W. That's cool, but let's reveal the entire plot line of the full swing golf series on Netflix, even after one of the members of the show asks for no spoilers. Just when I thought the program couldn't get any better, I got to visualize Tim receiving a colonoscopy. Now I'm fully aroused because I'm picturing that lucky doctor inserting a camera inside the sexiest man in St. Louis. I hope that doctor realizes how lucky he is to have the privilege to view the most coveted hole in Missouri. You're sick, Tim. Get well soon. It's for the rest of you guys. Somebody fix a damn audio and upload a damn podcast. Oh. It's JV Golf Coach. JV Golf Coach. Hey, guys. Been a minute, but I'm getting very concerned for Ken, as I fear dementia is starting to set in. In typical Pep and Genie fashion, the leads were not only buried, but downright pissed on in a bush twice, which we all know is totally not a made-up thing that happens to people twice. Battlehawks come back due to some innovative rules. Screw them. St. Louis got an American Hockey League team this weekend. Forget about it. Golf docuseries, gripes and spoilers. Sign Grandpa Ashtray up. But here's where the dementia kicked in. Ken went in pretty hard on Christina Kim's commentary. But if Swope pulls the audio, I'm pretty sure there was a stretch of this show during the hot dog stand Shell Corporation ownership period where Christina Kim was avidly defended by Kim, Ken, even as the text inbox would quickly fill up with gut pictures of the LPGA's juggernauts midsection. Also, why was Ken so fascinated with the little person on American Horror Story like he's never seen one before? Did he forget you idiots had Sassy Cassie at one of your smoky dive bar mozzarella stick socials? Oh, <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> Nevertheless, sad we know this girl gets drowned. Anyway, Tim, your thoughts. Tim, you there? Tim. Oh, Jackson, can't figure out the Comrex and the Geno 5000 machine that fixes everything ain't working either. And now Jackson may have to do balloon party by himself and has nothing but a garbage basketball game to fill five minutes with before the listeners finally storm the station as he was at a pool hall with the same guys he's going on a very questionable mountain retreat for a mm-hmm. saltwater taffy tasting this weekend instead of watching the blues. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, we've still got bigger problems because Ken keeps doing the Mike Lee golf cart routine with his microphone. <laughs> on, off, on, off. With literally no explanation as to why. 
Finally, Tim, I'm excited to yet again follow in your footsteps. I followed your lead to slew high so I could have CBC grads do any manual labor. When you conceived a child last year, I told my wife it was the right time for us a few months later because Tim did it. And in April, I too will be having the same invasive butt procedure as you due to family history. Enjoy the Gatorade diet. Toodles. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. Oh. I don't know. What? Carlos Spicy Wiener well, with a darn fine email. I'll say this quickly. Uh, Christina Kim. Look, I'm not some, some butt kisser. Hey, you went 0 for 6 today. Great game. You know, I don't do that. I like Christina Kim. I think I think Eamon said that I like both of them. They're probably fun people. But she didn't a good didn't do a good job. So I just I said I wasn't enamored with her broadcast over the weekend. Hello, hello. I'm back. Oh, it's just that. I, I was just killing something. time. I, I got had to go out. <laughs> we got, yeah, all we right, got. you got. To, I'm sorry because there were some great emails that I didn't get a chance to get to. With oh, I feel so bad for Jackson. Although <laughs> oh, for Carlos Spicy Wiener. <laughs> Turn the mic back on. I'll give, my, I'll give my vote to applause. I don't think any morning. Good. Let's just give it to Carlos and end Carlos Spicy Wiener. Jackson and I are about to go on a venture. Have fun. <laughs> and it is going to be worth tuning in for. There'll be very supportive on 101 ESPN. Time for us to shut it down for the Plowhawk, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Eastrode, for Douglas Elvin Vaughn. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.